Hello and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 170. I am so excited for you to hear from today's guest, Gina Warner, who is the founder of the Badass Women's Book Club, which is a wonderful organization based out of DC with chapters nationally full of wonderful women reading fantastic and frankly badass books by women. Um, I also have to say that I'm a big fan of Gina because she was so supportive of me during the launch of my book in May. If you haven't picked up a copy yet, make sure to click the link in today's show notes to grab a copy of Bossed Up, A Grown Woman's Guide to Getting Your Shit Together. If that sounds like you, as it often sounds like me, that is the book for you. Gina and I today are sharing some of our favorite book recommendations for the remainder of 2019. These are books on our bookshelves, books that we've recently picked up or read ourselves and really are excited about. So if you're a bossed up bookworm, you're going to love today's episode. And if you've just been looking for an opportunity for personal or professional development, to expand your horizons, to learn more, doing so through one of these books and, and really reading one of these books is going to be such a great way to make progress on your own personal and professional goals before the end of the year. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to make sure you saw that our Life Tracker planners are now available for 2020. Our fan favorite research-backed planners are designed to help you achieve your goals with less stress. We help you stay focused all year long with our proprietary Life Tracker system, our methodology that helps you get clear on a quarterly, monthly, and weekly basis in terms of what your top priorities are, whether they're personal or professional. The way this planner is designed, it sort of forces you to think holistically, to think about work, but also think about life beyond work, your wellness goals, your relationship goals, your travel goals, your money goals. It really helps you to stay grounded in what's most important to you all year long. So if you're the kind of person like me who can lose yourself in your work and can lose yourself in performing and perfecting and pleasing everybody else, this is the planner for you. It's available now for only $34.99 in the Bossed Up shop. And this year's theme for 2020 is Adventure Awaits. There are so many unknowns for 2020, so many opportunities and potential risks that lurk around every corner. This year, we're really focused on embracing the unknown in cultivating resilience when it comes to seeing setbacks as opportunities for growth. I know, easier said than done, but really helping you maintain a resilient mindset so that you can stay striving in a sustainable and compassionate way, self-compassionate way all year long. In addition to the great planner that you'll get, you'll also gain access to three live masterclasses I host in January and quarterly accountability calls with everyone using the planner every single quarter all year long. So it's more than just a planner. It's really a community. Get yours now. There are three gorgeous covers, and we actually just got the mock-ups in last week and are approving them to get your planners to you as soon as possible and have approved them. So we're going to get those new planners into your hands as soon as possible, certainly before the end of the year. But 2020, it's going to be an adventure, y'all. So if you're ready to embrace it, make sure to order your Life Tracker Planner for you and a Boss Bestie right now. There's a link in today's show notes to help you do that. 
All right, let's dive into today's conversation with Gina Warner. Gina Warner is the founder of the Badass Women's Book Club, which today has over 100 badass women hosts all over the country and over 10,000 women following and joining in online. Every single month, Gina chooses a powerful book written by a woman and then creates and shares insightful discussion guides for every single book club. With her literary picks, she challenges women to live their best lives. And frankly, she also takes this kind of work beyond the pages of these great books through online coaching, in-person workshops, and speaking to women all about how to live intentionally empowered lives, how to show up, speak out, and step forward with strength and confidence. Gina, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Hi, Emily. Well, it's almost as good as being with you in person, which I was (laughs) on your book tour. I was going to say, I owe you a big shout out for that. Thank you for partnering with me when we were in DC for the Boss Up book tour. So fun. It was great. We had a great night at Politics and Prose at the Wharf that night. So lots of fun. And if you are in D.C. listening, you can get a signed copy of my book there, I believe, still, because I just signed a couple more when I was last there in July. So who knows? Maybe you can find one. (laughs) Gina, you were such an excellent interviewer that evening. I feel like I... uh, I'm under the gun here to be as great an interviewer as you were. Oh my gosh, no pressure. This is just, we're going to have fun today. (laughs) But I'm so excited to have you on. Tell our listeners at Bossed Up a little bit about you and the Badass Women's Book Club and how it all started. Yeah, so the Badass Women's Book Club. Emily, we are a community of women. We meet online and some of us meet in person to discuss books for, by, and about badass women. Um, and so, you know, I, I started the book club because I just, and maybe you've experienced this, you know, when you get the, your hands on the right book at the right time, it can just make a big difference in your life. And for me, that right time came uh, not too long ago, a couple of years ago, I was, I could just remember it so vividly. I was traveling back from a leadership conference and so excited to have been accepted for this leadership conference. And it should have been, you know, a time that I was really feeling good about myself as a leader and about my leadership skills. But instead, um, I spent the whole time during this conference just overwhelmed by um, feelings of imposter syndrome that I talk about. We all have that little itty bitty shitty committee that sits on our shoulder and tells <laughs> us, don't raise your hand. Like you don't have anything to say. So I just felt like I had blown what should have been like a great opportunity. And so I'm in the airport, I'm flying home, the the conference was out of town and I'm walking by the airport, just like feeling disappointed with myself. And I I look and I see this bright yellow cover um, of a book and and it says, you know, you are a badass. And I like almost want to laugh because it's like, I'm feeling like anything but a badass, but nonetheless, uh, drawn to the book um, and, uh, you know, start reading it on the flight home and, did not, you know, solve all my problems for me, but I definitely felt, you know, much more empowered and really committed to thinking about, you know, what can I do? So I've had this, you know, moment of empowerment through the pages of a book. What can I do to bring other women together around the idea of reading empowering books together? What could we, what can we do it. for ourselves and for each other? I hope Jen Sincero has heard that story. <laughs> well, I got to see her speak and I did. I got to share one of my Badass Women's Book Club bookmarks with her. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I came back home and I started um, a book club in my local independent bookstore here in Northern Virginia. Shout out to Bard's Alley in Vienna, Virginia. And then it just kind of grew as I started just posting about it socially 
friends of mine in other cities said, oh my gosh, I wish we had one here. How can we start one? And so I put together a website and a social media presence. And that was just about a year and a half ago. And now we've grown to over 12,000 followers on Instagram. We have nearly 100 women who've signed up to host Badass Women's Book Clubs in their own community. And so... Amazing. Yeah, thank you. I've been really pleased. Um, I think, you know, what it tells me is like, we're all just wanting to live our best badass life. And we want to be around women who are going to encourage us to do that. And we also think that, you know, there are some answers in some books that we read. So awesome. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Why do you think book clubs have historically been such a big part of women's social circles, right? Because I feel like a lot of famous men read a ton of books, but they do so in isolation. I was just watching the Netflix special on Bill Gates and he is a voracious reader. Like he is intense, like 20 books a week kind of person. And I was just thinking, you never hear about men's books clubs as much as you hear about women's books clubs. But well, I can't talk today, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so I know, like Oprah and Reese. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, um, Why, I wonder? I think probably, you know, I don't want to make any generalizations here, but, you know, I do think as women, we do enjoy the chance, at least I'll speak for our book club experiences, not just in the Badass Women's Book Club, but book clubs I've been in throughout my life. You know, we do enjoy the social aspect yeah. of it very much, which is not to say that men won't, wouldn't as well. And we have had some men come to our meetings, which has been fun. The other thing that's great about book clubs and you know, I think this is something we don't talk about a lot as women. And, and I also actually think this applies to men as well. It's kind of a low stakes way to build our friendship circle. You know, totally. we've had, and you know, there was an, I'll be honest, there was an element of that that was kind of behind me starting, you know, the in-person book club was that uh-huh. I really kind of wanted, I'd, I'd reached an age, my daughter was getting older, you know, my friends were not necessarily mothers of her friends. And it's like, you know, how do I expand my social circle beyond work friends, parent friends. And the book club is a great way to do that. And particularly the way I started it at an independent bookstore. So Mm. I wasn't starting it in my living room. So I don't have to clean up my house, you know, once a month. Um, (laughs) But it's just a way to, you know, just has that, you know, anyone can come, anyone's welcome. In fact, the first night we met, the book club meets in the front of the bookstore and there's like a glass window that overlooks, you know, the the street um, where the main walking street in the town. And a woman just was walking by and she looked in, she saw these women. She's like, well, I'm going to go in there and see what's going on. Oh, that is so sweet. You know, so there's that aspect to build our friendship circle. And I'll tell you this also that I think the great thing about book clubs, and I would encourage people who are looking for a way to sort of maybe raise their profile professionally in their workplace is to think about starting, you know, a a lunch and learn, a book club, brown bag book club, or something like that at, at your office. And particularly the books that we do at the Badass Women's Book Club, we do a lot of personal development books that, you know, they, I think they really lend themselves well to workplace discussions. One of our listeners, Lou, I have to give her a shout out, actually did exactly that. She started a book club at her place of work and they ended up bringing me in months later to host a workshop directly related to the learnings of the book. So it's an interesting benefit if you think about it, right? Hosting a book club is not only a friendship maker, which I think we're all looking for in this age of rising rates of isolation and loneliness, but also it can be a professional boost in work. So if you make it focused on professional development reads, I think that's perfectly absolutely applicable. Community building works wherever, right? <laughs> at home. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I think that note on hosting at a, at a book 
shop itself is a really good pro tip. So no one has to do the dishes, right? <laughs> yeah, make snacks. So, you know, so, you know bookstore, yeah. library. We actually have one that meets um, at a restaurant. You know, I could see one happening at a, you know, a shop, a boutique. And I think, you know, the great thing is you're supporting small businesses in your exactly. community. They love it because you're, you're bringing in potential customers for them. Right. So it's a win-win all the way around. So today, it sounds like you, and as well as I, have some recommended reads that we're excited about this season. Why don't you share with us the first title, maybe the one that's got you most excited, and tell us a little bit about why you recommend this book or who you think it's for. Yeah, so the first book I'm going to recommend, and this book just came out this month, it's called The Power Book. What is it? Who has it? And why? Mm. And it's this nice, big, colorful, hardcover book that you could look at and think, hmm, this might be a children's book or a young adult book. And it certainly would be appropriate for that. But as so many of those books, a lot of great content for grownups as well. <laughs> so what I love about this book, number one, it has a forward by Roxane Gay. I will read anything that Roxane Gay writes. Anything she's that she an says. amazing writer. She's amazing. Yeah. She's hashtag badass all day long. Um, <laughs> so I lo- so of course, you know, I saw she wrote the forward. I wanted to have it. It explores different types of power. It talks about everyday power and world-changing power. And throughout the book, it has examples of some famous people, maybe some not as famous people who've expressed their power. So I love that about it. I also just love how it seems to position power as something approachable. Yes. And omnipresent, right? And not something only certain people have. And it just sort of familiarizes it. Right. Not based on your title or something or anything like that. Yeah. There's plenty of examples of other people who have accessed power in, in authentic ways that right aren't attached to titles or anything. Right. And then I love it. At the end, it has this section on using your power. So it's almost like little instructions. And I love it. It has this, what's your power style? It's a real simple quiz. So Emily, can I ask you like four questions so we can oh, figure out sure. what your power style? Okay. I'm so ready. See, you're, you've, the, you've turned the tables on me already. You're such I a good interviewer. Love it. All right. <laughs> I think I know the answer, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Okay. Emily, do you like to be the team leader? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm right no far. surprise there. <laughs> do you get along well with most people? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you like to make plans or do you prefer to go along with what other people want to do? Ooh, I like to make plans. Mm. And are you good at organizing things and making things happen? Yes. <laughs> okay. Brivia, I was exactly right about that, Emily. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. Your power style, Emily, you are a, all caps here, big boss. All right. See? <laughs> the, the title fits. There you go. Your power style is very direct. You like to be in charge. You're very good at getting other people organized. I love that. You know what I love about that? I'm, I'm looking at the cover on Amazon right now. And yeah. it sounds like if a little kid or a girl took that quiz, mm-hmm. it would reframe some characteristics that I used to be told were very negative yes. and unladylike, yeah. you know, yeah. as a really positive, wonderful thing. I love that. So, you know, a great book for badass women of any age is The Power Book. I love that. That is so great. As an organizer, I learned a lot about power in how it can be grown and how you can leverage power and how movement change always requires power. So anytime we can make power approachable, I'm I'm all for yes. it. And I just love the graphics on this book. You're right. It's gorgeous. Oh no, it's it's a totally fun book. I will I, there were a lot of people on my holiday list who will be getting this. I love that. Yes. This year. Yeah. Great <laughs> advice. 
So the first book that I'm really excited to dive into this season is one that came highly recommended from others who, like you and I, both host a lot of events. Um, And this one's called The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters by Priya Parker. And not only is it a gorgeous book with a beautiful cover, but it is just so beautiful in how she discusses in very practical terms why some events, like whether it's a birthday party or a keynote speech or a conference, leave you feeling really moved and touched and seen and heard and why some events don't (laughs) and how to really create powerful spaces where people can be vulnerable and feel courageous and feel supported and how to be a host who really engineers that kind of powerful space for other people. All right. So like you, I'm looking the cover up on Amazon. It is beautiful. I love that. I can't wait. And I love that it's um, when you initially were saying the title, I was thinking like holidays, which is awesome. But then the idea that this could apply to conferences and meetings and trainings. I love that. Or book clubs. (laughs) It's funny. She basically challenges us to really be more intentional about all of our gatherings, including holiday gatherings. Mm. And, and yeah. argues that here's from the actual uh, the sidebar sort of synopsis. She says, in the art of gathering, Priya Parker argues that the gatherings in our lives are lackluster and unproductive, which they don't have to be. So I think a lot of us rely on tradition to just carry things mm-hmm. forward. There's nothing bad about tradition per se, but I think being intentional in how you choose to spend time with people can go a long way in making sure everyone feels heard. Can't wait to check it out. Awesome. I know. I'm really excited about it. And I just started it, to be clear. So uh, I'm just getting into it, but it's already proving to be very well-written and and really quite beautiful. Yeah. So what else is on your reading list this season? So my next book, this one will be, it's out November 1st. Um, It is called The Feminist Handbook, Practical Tools to Resist Sexism and Dismantle the Patriarchy. Now, I love a good book slash workbook. Mm. That's like my favorite kind of mm-hmm. book, a book you can write in. Even if, if it is a workbook, I write in a book. Um, and this one is such, it is a workbook. It's a nice paperback book, lots of like reflection questions in it, lots of activities. So the main thing about it, I like about it is that it is not, you know, if you're dealing with issues around sexism and discrimination, the problem isn't you, right? That's not the approach that it takes. The approach it takes is how do you fix the system? And so it's got lots of great research in it. But like I said, a lot of good activities, lots of provoking questions, and then lots of good practical strategies and tips that I think we can take as women to really decide how we're going to advocate for ourselves and for the issues that we care about. So that's called the Feminist Handbook. I love it. And it says on its little description online that it's very intersectional, which is always important to me. Do you feel like it holds up? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, no, definitely for sure. I mean, I just have already like dog-eared. I love it. You know, sections of it, so. And I see that the foreword's by Soraya Kamali, who we've actually had on the podcast before. She wrote- Well, see, I always say all the badass women know (laughs) each other. It's so true, right? I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. Well, speaking of badass women, Kim Scott is my new badass woman idol who's added to my list. Um, I recently picked up her book, Radical Candor, 
after like everyone recommended it to me because everyone knows that I'm a very assertive and outspoken person who's trying to get other women to be more assertive and outspoken and trying to get other men and women to listen to assertive and outspoken women. But you know, what's interesting is that I'm learning a lot about management in her book because we get a lot of questions actually at Bossed Up about management and being a good boss. And I've never led a huge team. So I'm mm-hmm. really interested in in bringing on more experts and learning more myself about whether you're leading a team of two or a, a team of 200, her management philosophy about vulnerability and authenticity can inform your practice as a leader. And it's not easy to bring radical candor to work. What I love about her, and I, I think I said one time when in recommending this book, like, oh, it's a great book for women leaders. And so it's like, it's a great book for all leaders. Like, yes, yes, so it true. is. It's a great book for all leaders. But what I love about her approach is that it looks, it's not, it doesn't say to women leaders, you need to be like men leaders right. and do this. It lets you look at how you are as a woman and maybe, how, and, you know, that you can be, and like you said, a vulnerable leader, an authentic leader, which are maybe not the traditional leadership styles that yeah. we think about. It's outside of this like hyper-masculine macho paradigm. Right. Yeah. 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 All the more reason men should read this. That's funny. Yeah. No, she, that's a great book. Good choice. You'll enjoy that. Good choice. I got into Audible this year and now I just consume audiobooks so fast. Oh my God. Well, I almost forgot to mention the book. I don't have it as one of my top three today, but this is a bonus recommendation. Okay. I just finished She Said on Audible. (gasps) I am in the middle of She Said. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. What a page turner. I found it at the library, if you can believe I that. Believe it was it. like, I mean, seriously, I was like knocking little children over. <laughs> I spied it across the room. And I was like, oh, I mean, this is like I found just like a week and a half ago. So it's like new out. I know. So um, it's super new. It's by Jody Cantor and Megan Tui, who are the two New York Times journalists who broke the Harvey Weinstein story. And they basically take you through and chronicle the last two years of the hashtag Me Too explosion and the impact it's had on society all the way through the Kavanaugh hearings. And it's just like absolutely mind-blowing and it makes me value. It is a page turner. It's a thriller. I know. It, it, that's why I read, someone said it reads like a thriller. Like, And I I kind of was suspicious about that, right? Yeah. Just because it's like yeah. journalists. It's, it totally reads that way. It, it totally is like does. really good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny that I completely forgot about that one because I read it on Audible. And I like, yeah. I, if it's not in my hand, I forget about it. But oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> recommend that one enough. Okay, back to you, Gina. What's your next final pick? My last one I'll recommend today. This is a fun one. It just came out in October and um, it is called We Should All Be Mirandas. So remember Miranda from Sex and the City? Yes. It's Life Lessons from Sex and the City's Most Underrated Character. It's a, it's a little parody book. It's a lot of fun. It is by the two women, Chelsea Fairless and Lauren Garoni, who manage the Every Outfit on Sex and the City Instagram account. Oh. Um, so it is just really fun. It's Step one, uh, admitting you're not a care. Step one to, you know, being a Miranda's admitting you're not a carry, you know? And so it just has um, <laughs> fun chapters, you know, how to dress like Miranda, how to work like Miranda, how to thrive like Miranda. It had, um, has this little with acrostic, I think, is that the poem where you like you do the one letter? Oh, yeah. Major pantsuits, incredibly loyal, righteously opinionated, accepts that he's just not that into you, not here for <laughs> Carrie's bullshit. 
devotee of baked goods and always sarcastic. So it is a fun, fun book. Oh my God. I love it so much. It's a cute little, you know, gift to give the Miranda in your life. And just again, proving that all the badass women know each other. It has a chapter on famous Mirandas in history. <laughs> and one of them is Roxanne Gay. So see, it all comes it back. It all comes back to Roxanne so, Gay. Yeah. But anyway, it's fun book. That's so funny because none of us, like, I certainly wasn't quick to identify as a Miranda, right? Yeah. And I guess that's what this book is all about. Like a lot of people, she's not necessarily the most aspirational character on Sex in the City. Right. But I think in reality, those of us who get done and get paid and like she was the badass let's just right and make things happen (laughs) we share a lot of characteristics with Miranda that's funny I love it that's a great pick yeah all right my final pick of the season that I just got my hands on before I left for my honeymoon is Liz Plank's brand new book for the love of men a new vision for mindful masculinity now Liz and I go back a ways. I actually emailed her and got coffee with her when I was first starting Bossed Up in 2013 when she was a reporter at Policy Mike. Now she has done all kinds of great things and among them is writing this incredible book. Uh, and what I am most impressed by is just the intense amount of like research that went into this book and how this book is unlike any other book I've ever seen on the market. Um, you know, a woman writing a book about masculinity and the shifting nature of masculinity, it's very different than what Mm -hmm. you've seen. And I think different in a really important way. And I commend her for having the audacity to put forth such a uh, well-written and well-documented sort of tome for how to be a man in 2019, if we want to get rid of the Harvey Weinsteins in the world, like what should replace that? Yes. That will be a good follow-up to She Said. Yeah. And I'm going to be seeing Liz Plank speak in a couple of weeks and I can't wait. So yeah. Awesome. Great. I love her. Yeah. She's fantastic. I'm excited. I mean, she really breaks down the myths that we think about when we think of masculinity, Mm -hmm. Uh, the lies we tell about men. Men don't need intimacy. Men are slaves to their bodies and their nether regions. Like they can't hold themselves back, right? Right, right. Manhood is never fully earned and needs to be renewed over and over again. Like you need to earn your man card, all that stuff. Oh, sounds like a good one. It's a dense book. It's like pretty big. And what I like about it is that she also talks through not only the concepts, but shares a lot of anecdotes and stories that illustrate her points along the way. Awesome. Sounds it's great. An interesting read. It's definitely one that's a kind of pushing my purview. And I think she's challenging feminists yeah. to think more about men. Yep. And I, I think that's a challenge that I'm excited to, you know, take step up to. Yeah. Very <laughs> good. I know. Well, great. Awesome. I know. We all have we each have some good and different kind of choice. So, you know, I could talk about books yeah. all day. I love it. Well, I didn't even think about how timely this is for the holidays because books make the best gifts. Do they not, Gina? Are they not like the best? Well, everyone who gets a gift from me, I hope that's what they believe because that is what I always (laughs) give as gifts. (laughs) Great. I love it. Well, tell us more about how our ladies can get involved in your book club. I know tons of women listening are going to want to get involved and you have a virtual book club and I want to, you know, if you're going to be reading what books for the remainder of the year, tell us about those two. Well, we have a great website, badasswomensbookclub.com. I'm probably putting up two to three 
post a week recommending books. Just my most recent post was some great books that just came out in October. I will be putting, you mentioned gifts, I will be putting together a holiday gift guide that has all kinds of books and all kinds of perfect things for, for you as a badass woman or all the badass women on your list. And uh, also, if you're on Instagram, you can follow us at Badass Women's Book Club there on Instagram. You know, if you're if you've listened to this, and you think, hey, I think, you know, I want to start a badass women's book club at my office, at my bookstore, in my living room, have a host guide there. You can sign up. I make it super easy, tell you what the book is and give you prepared discussion questions for it, along with other resources as well. So want to try, I know that badass women are very busy. So I want to make it as uh, easy on them as I can. Um, and then a fun thing we're doing right now on Instagram and in the, in the, Facebook group, you know, the the books are the inspiration, but my real goal is for women to take action uh, based on these like stories that they read about other badass women, advice from other badass women. So every Monday on Instagram and in the Facebook group, I post a badass boost. So one little action that you can take to just, you know, move yourself toward living your best badass life. Very simple, action oriented. Um, And so, so I want everyone to check it out. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and your talents and for the impact you're making through the Badass Women's Book Club and for your support of the Bossed Up book. I really appreciate that. Oh my gosh. And let me just give a plug to this. So I'm not just a guest. I'm also a listener of the podcast. Look, you inspired me to start my own brag book um, for this year as I think about, you know, my, uh, my accomplishments and success. So I, I love listening to your, uh, to your podcast and it's full of great, practical advice. So keep up the good work. If you want to learn more about Gina and the Badass Women's Book Club, head to today's episode show notes at bossedup.org slash episode 170. You'll find links to all of the great books that we mentioned, as well as more information on the Badass Women's Book Club and how you can join. Now it's time for this week's Boss Move Moment of the Week. Today's Boss Move comes straight out of the Bossed Up Courage community. So if you're not a member there yet, make sure to rectify that on Facebook right now. I've dropped a link in today's show notes where you can request to join us and join our international community of women who are helping one another in tactical and practical ways and cheering each other on when we have our victories, when we have big boss moves like this one that Kirsten shared just the other week. She said, quote, I've been working for my company for three years. I started as an entry-level minimum wage employee, but I've made my way into management. I graduate with my master's in December. So naturally, I asked for a meeting with our COO and director of HR to discuss my future with the company. First of all, way to go, boss. If you haven't done something like that and you would like to know how, I'll drop a link in today's show notes to an episode I've created or a blog post, I think it might be both, about how to ask for a review, like how to go about asking for that, which is such a boss move. Okay, now Kirsten goes on to say this, quote, I was able to negotiate a raise, paid study days for my board exams, and a professional development budget for the year. The COO also told me to schedule another meeting with him once my degree posts, because he wants to give me another pay increase at that point. Damn! Yes, Kirsten! (laughs) She says, thank you, Emily, for all the resources. Couldn't have done it without Bossed Up. Oh, I'm so happy 
to hear that. What an inspiring example of negotiating like a boss. If you are looking for negotiation resources, head to bossedup.org slash negotiation, where you'll find all of our top negotiation podcasts, videos, guides, everything you need to really make negotiation work for you in the meantime. But for now, Kirsten, we are cheering you on, woman. And thank you for sharing your boss move in the Courage community. It's so inspiring to hear about each other's wins. So take time to share your win. You never know who you're inspiring to make a boss move when you share yours. If you've got a boss move to share or a career conundrum you want me to unpack on this podcast next, give my hotline a ring at 910-668-BOSS or 2677. Thank you as always for listening, for sharing, for subscribing, and most importantly, for rating the Boston Podcast in Apple Podcasts. Your rates and reviews make a big difference in helping me get discovered by other people. So if you haven't had a chance to do that just yet and you've listened loyally and love what you're getting, please take a moment to review this podcast in Apple Podcasts. You can do it at the bottom of your iPhone app if you're on mobile, or you can do it through iTunes or through Apple Podcasts on their website. It makes a really big difference to me, and I really appreciate your support. Until next time, keep bossing in pursuit of your purpose. Keep reading all these badass books and tell me what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of the books we mentioned today. And let's continue to lift as we climb, y'all. <laughs>